Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by my latest book, which is called Dear Universe, 200 Mini Meditations for Instant Manifestations. Dear Universe first contains 100 mini meditations to help you rise above fear. Each meditation focuses on a single word like angry, lonely, or powerless. You're then invited to aim for a loved-based word from a second set of 100 meditations, such as abundant, devoted, or passionate. Each includes a Dear Universe meditation to teach you the value of gratitude and celebration in manifesting the life of your dreams. This groundbreaking book, even if I do say so myself, is an invitation to call upon the energy of the universe and manifest your own reality. It's a combination of practical guidance, soulful exercises, and nuggets of wisdom. So if you want to get yourself a copy, go to amazon.com or any local bookstore. It should have it there. And if they don't have it, ask them for it. Okay, lots of love and enjoy the show. Hello there and welcome back to the Sarah Prout podcast or welcome if you have never been here before. If you are new around here, then there is so much to explore. There are now 155 episodes. In my earlier shows, I loved to host interviews, but as time progressed, you guys told me that you really love these solo shows where I can express things from my heart, where I can let you guys know what's going on in my life and also share with you some of the methods that I know work personally. And it has been such a beautiful journey over the last three years to host this podcast. We're now close to three million downloads, which is absolutely incredible. And you've been following me on a journey and it's great to have this almost like an audio journal of where I've been over the last three years from writing and releasing a book to the different uh, speaking gigs that I've had around the place when we had speaking gigs. Sadly, hopefully we'll get back to it again one day soon. But today I'm going to tell you about something that I am extremely passionate about. And the title of this podcast may seem funny, but it's actually quite serious. And it is this. Why not setting intentions is scarier than clowns. <laughs> I have always found clowns particularly frightening. Have you? <laughs> okay, so you've probably detected I'm being a bit playful here, but not setting intentions is just as scary as clowns or insert whatever you find a little bit scary into clowns. So another alternative for me is cheese. <laughs> not that many people know this about me, but I have never in my nearly 42 years on the planet intentionally eaten a piece of cheese. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This has been uh, the way that I describe it is that cheese is like my kryptonite, just like Superman is highly allergic to kryptonite. That's how I feel about dairy products. I have never been able to eat a piece of cheese or butter or cream or anything like that because it makes me want to be sick. Um, and I've had allergy tests and, and blood tests to reflect that I actually can tolerate it. It's not a food allergy. It's actually just an intense fear, um, <laughs> an intense, uh, what do they call it? Taste aversion. So there's just something in my brain or maybe it's like cellular memory from something I had when I was a little kid. Or if you want to get a bit woo-woo, maybe a past life where I was just not into having any cheese. I know so many of you are going to be like, 
what? She doesn't like cheese? What's wrong with her? So let's reframe this episode as why not setting intentions is scarier than eating cheese or not eating cheese. (laughs) So the reason I bring up this topic today is because there are a lot of ways in which as human beings, we can optimize our lifestyles. And especially when it comes to incorporating manifestation and the law of attraction into our day-to-day experience. As humans, we so often just get into like this hypnotic rhythm of life where we're just going about our daily motions. We get up, make breakfast, get dressed, go to work. You know, it's like that movie Groundhog Day. But when you set intentions it mixes up the energy and the vibration that you're sending out to the universe. And I've recorded other episodes on intention setting, but I really wanted to dive in today and remind you that this is a practice that you should be doing regularly. Whatever fits within the framework of your current lifestyle, whether you want to uh, set intentions daily, which can be really powerful as well, to setting them weekly or monthly or quarterly, whatever works for you. But just make sure that it's not that you're setting um, empty New Year's resolutions. This is how my practice first began. It was, oh my goodness, it takes it back now. Um, Probably around 2008, 2009, I would write out a list of all of the things that I would dream about achieving and manifesting and attracting into my life. And if you've seen my Mind Valley talk, uh, I was a speaker at an event in Bali back in 2018, and it talks about a pivotal moment in my life where I had been married for nearly 10 years. It was about eight or nine years at that point, and I was so lonely in my marriage. Uh, There was a lot of other stuff going on. If you've seen my Goalcast video, uh, it explains that it was a situation of domestic violence. And with that came so much shame and loneliness and disconnection and isolation. And I remember one night uh, I sat out in the back garden and I pleaded with the universe to take the pain away, to take the loneliness away. And that was almost like an emptied out form of intention setting, if that makes sense. And then it was the next year that I started writing out the lists. And then it progressed over the years to be more emotion-based how I wanted to feel as opposed to what I wanted to attract uh, materialistically. Not that there's anything wrong with that. So as an example, uh, it's so important to be specific about what you want. So around the, the first time that I did this list, which I call my goals, dreams, wishes, and desires list, I wrote down that I wanted to manifest an international book deal. Now, at this time, it was 2009 to 2010. So my marriage was falling apart by this stage. I was looking for all my exit strategies. I'd left and come back and left and come back. And I wrote down this intention and I had 20,000 followers on Twitter back then, which was a lot because this was in the days before Twitter reached mainstream media. And within 10 days of writing that intention, I got an email. I received an email from an editor at Wiley. Now, Wiley is the second biggest business publisher in the world, I believe, and they're they're responsible for creating the For Dummies range. And the editor wanted to meet with me for a cup of coffee and to discuss possibilities. Now, in my mind, I thought, oh, she probably just wants to pick my brain about social media or Twitter strategies or how I've managed to attract 20,000 followers, which was all organic, by the way. It was 
(laughs) surprise, surprise, just being myself and having conversations with people and getting curious about what other people are doing rather than focusing it all on myself, which is really the key to attracting success, right? You want to be of service to others. You want to devote and dedicate your life to offering and providing as much value as possible. So we met for this cup of coffee and she's like, oh, I want to offer you a book deal. And I was like, oh my God, it was less than 10 days before I had written this down on a piece of paper. And she offered me the opportunity to write a business book, which had a metaphysical twist to it. The book was called The Power of Influence. I do not recommend that you buy it because it is incredibly out of date and I am extremely embarrassed by it, even though it still continues to sell. Uh, And it has a lot of outdated social media business strategies, which are definitely not applicable for today. I should really write a part two of how my life changed from that point of, at that point, uh, the, the subtitle of the book was, well, the title was The Power of Influence and the subtitle was The Easy Way to Make Money Online. Except the one key piece was that I wasn't really making that much money. I wasn't even able to provide for my kids. So I would love that time over again to to write a new business book, perhaps in the future. Who knows? Um, But this process of manifesting this international book deal, because it got translated into German, so it was sold around the world in Australia, New Zealand, and at least Germany that I know of, um, it reminded me of what's possible when we set these intentions. Now, year after year, I would put on the list, I would love to speak on the same stage, share a stage with Tony Robbins. Sure enough, (laughs) it took, I think, 11 years for that to manifest into a possibility where, uh, no, it was 2019 that I was invited to speak in an event with Tony Robbins and Pitbull and Grant Cardone and Trent Shelton and a whole bunch of other incredible people. But the key point to remember is that I kept writing it down. I kept writing down how I want to feel. So to give you an example, write this down. I would like to buy my dream home because I would feel safe and empowered and uh, calm and still and peaceful. So really focus on the feelings. This is the best thing about intention setting that once you get into that feeling space, you can begin to close that gap between intention to manifestation. The other thing you want to keep in mind is that you create a beautiful ritual around setting these intentions and, you know, pour yourself a glass of wine or make yourself a cup of tea and really get into that feeling space where it's just time for you. I know a lot of listeners of this show are busy parents and sometimes this seems like there's no time for you. Make the time, make that investment because if you don't, and this is the part where not setting intentions is scarier than clowns or scarier than eating cheese or scarier than insert anything that is terrifying to you then. If you don't get specific about what you want to create, attract and achieve in your life, then you are manifesting on autopilot by default and ultimately you'll always get what is in the best interest of your soul's evolution but you have this beautiful innate faculty within you to guide that conversation between the universe and what manifests in your life so if you are willing to put in that work if you are willing to just take that time to pen take the pen to paper because there's magic to that you will see the results 
I'm yet to meet a person that hasn't written down an intention and done it regularly with a sense of emotional empowerment that hasn't seen some kind of change or transformation take place in their life. The other thing about writing down your intentions and why it's so important and why it's so scary if you don't do it is because you miss out on having this beautiful, collectible, living record of where you're currently at. I have this book that I keep uh, beside my bed, which writes down the milestones that my kids experience and where they're at, you know, ways that they pronounce or mispronounce in most cases, certain words or um, how they how they're growing and what they're learning. When you journal, when you take time to set intentions or even keep a gratitude book beside your bed, that pen to paper is so powerful. There's something that happens energetically where you're keeping this record of progress in your life. And you can look back on it and go, oh, that's right. I was at that point in my life when this happened. And you can see that you're always changing and you're always evolving and growing. Now, not that you need the proof because true believers don't really need that proof, but sometimes it's handy, especially when you Uh, lack inspiration or motivation to peer back into some of those entries of who you used to be and remind yourself that you are on this powerful journey to manifesting your goals, your dreams, your wishes, and your desires. One of the things that I love about this journal that I've kept since I was about, I think, 24 or 25 is that I can look back and see the ways in which I've changed personally and also the results that I've seen manifest in my reality professionally. Everything from, you know, writing down that I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I had, you know, I was done having kids by the time I was 26. I could never have imagined that now at nearly 42 that I'd have two more kids and a different husband and I'd live in America and not Australia. That was such a you know, an interesting development in what the universe presented me with. And so when you remember to set these intentions, you're checking in with yourself at a soul level. Another reason why it's so important to keep these intentions in, you know, a journal or a workbook or that pen to paper experience is because you hold yourself accountable to attracting more into your life. It becomes a vibrational document. And if you don't have that, then you're really missing out on the magic and that beautiful conversation that you could have with the universe. When you have that pen in your hand and you're writing, sometimes the most incredible things and ideas and concepts can come through you in a moment of inspiration. But if you don't allow the space for that to happen, then that's when it gets scary and you're missing out on your own potential. So just to summarize, it's so important to map out your intentions. And the reason that it's scary if you don't is because, A, you don't have that living, beautiful record. You don't have that clarity and that feeling that you need in order to connect with the universe. And you don't have that accountability, that beautiful living document that can support you as you reflect back on the past and look towards your future self. Nurturing your future self is how you create a new reality and move into that next chapter of your life. These are all things that I teach inside my Manifesting Academy. If you are not a member, you can join thousands upon thousands of others from all around the world that are learning about the law of attraction, how to use it. And everyone's at a different path, on a different path, a different step of the journey. 
there are newbies, there are seasoned manifestors, there are people that are just there to learn about spirituality and how to empower their emotions. I have lessons and a meditation library and affirmation library and a replay of all of the manifesting mentoring sessions that I have hosted over the last four years. So if you want more information on how to join the Manifesting Academy, you can go to manifestingacademy.com. We have new content released Every single month, there's something new, and usually it's based on what is the most popular theme or topic that our community comes up with. We call our community our soul tribe, and these are people from all backgrounds and walks of life that are all there to support one another and to support the success of others on this incredible journey to manifesting. So once again, if you want more information on that, go to manifestingacademy.com. I hope you enjoyed these tips on why not setting powerful intentions is scarier than clowns. A little bit of a playful approach to today's episode. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you could be so kind as to leave a review, hit the five star button on the podcasting platform that you are currently listening to this show on. That would mean the world to me. This is how the message of emotional empowerment and helping others to manifest their best life is shared with as many people as possible. Thank you so much and lots of love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Oh, 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 o